Kitzur Likutei Maharan, 1. Lesson number 60, 7. In the entire Torah, the word wealth is mentioned only three times. Once in the episode involving the king of Sodom, when Abraham said, You will not say I made Abram wealthy, Genesis 14.23. A second time when Rachel and Leah said, All the wealth that God rescued from the hands of our father is ours and our children's, Genesis 31.16. And a third time, in reference to the giving of the shkalim to the temple, the wealthy man shall not give more, nor the poor man less than half a shekel. Exodus 30.15 These three instances correspond to the three constituent parts of wealth. A third in business corresponds to the word wealth, as it is mentioned in connection with Sodom. For the phrase, who forgot about the wayfarer, literally, the foot, Job 28.4 refers to Sodom, where they wanted to eliminate all business and trade, Sanhedrin 109a, since foot alludes to trade, as is evident in the verse, Rejoice, Zavolan, in your going out, Deuteronomy 33.18. The tribe of Zavolan engaged in trade in order to support the tribe of Yisachar in Torah study. See Rashi on this verse. Thus, a third of one's wealth must be invested in business and trade. A third in land corresponds to the word wealth, as it is used by Rachel and Leah. For in actuality, wealth is meant to be used solely for the purpose of attaining contemplation in the Torah. But when wealth is not used for this purpose, it is nothing more than refuse, and is only for small-minded men and women. This is the meaning of what Rachel and Leah said, All the wealth that God rescued from the hands of our father, since it is not being used for the sake of contemplation, is ours and our children's. That is, it is only for small-minded men and women. But, the verse continues as they address Jacob, As for you, do all that God has told you. Genesis 31.16 Since you, Jacob, need the wealth in order to attain contemplation of God's greatness. This corresponds to the third of one's wealth which should be invested in land, since it is stated, A woman in this respect is like the land. See Sanhedrin 74b. A third he should retain in his own hand, yado, corresponds to the word wealth as mentioned in connection with the shkalim. For the shkalim were given, as it is stated there, to atone for your souls, Exodus 30.15, which is also suggested by the verse, in whose hand, biyado, is the soul of every living thing and the spirit of every man's flesh, Job 12.10. Copier's note. It seems that with this section of the discourse, the Rebbe is explaining what he wrote previously, that fear must infuse all parts of a person's wealth. For even though here he is focusing on fear and reverence of one's father and mother, it is nonetheless known that every concept within a given structure includes within it all of the other concepts. Chesed within the structure of the Sefirot also includes Gevura, Teferit, etc. Therefore, fear and awe of God must infuse the third of a person's wealth invested in business such that he will conduct his business faithfully as he should. In the same way, having this fear spread throughout the third invested in land, a person will thereby be mindful that if he does not use his wealth to attain contemplation in the Torah, he will be one of the small-minded men and women, as in, a woman in this respect is like the land. Similarly, when fear of God infuses the third of his wealth that he should retain in his own hand, he will remind himself that our sages of blessed memory said that a third of one's money should be in his hands so that it will be available to perform many acts of charity. For such a person will be mindful that even though his money is in his hand and the evil inclination prevails upon him not to show compassion to the pauper, nonetheless, isn't his soul in the hands of the Holy One? Blessed be he. For a person's soul has the same spiritual root 
as his money, as in the verse, for this money, he gives over his very life, Deuteronomy 24.15, as explained elsewhere in the Rebbe's holy teachings. In light of this awareness, a person should give a great deal of charity in order to atone for his soul, as stated in connection with the Shkalem, to atone for your souls, Exodus 30.15, which is suggested by the verse, in whose hand is the soul of every living thing and the spirit of every man's flesh, Job 12.10. 8. Awe and fear are revealed when barren women are granted children, and the greater the number of barren women who are remembered, the greater the revelation of fear. Accordingly, Isaac, who embodies an extremely potent revelation of fear, as manifest in the phrase, the dread of Isaac, Genesis 31.42, he was conceived in Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah 11a. And when Sarah was remembered, Many other barren women were remembered as well, as our sages of blessed memory taught, Baratius Rabbah, Baratius Rabbah 53.8. Then, through fear and awe, a person merits length of days, which is the quality of old age. This is the deeper explanation of what Sarah said, I have borne him, Abraham, a son in his old age. Genesis 21.7. For through the birth of Isaac, who embodies a revelation of fear and awe, Length of days, which is the quality of old age, is evoked. Copier's note. This is the meaning of the verse, Abraham was old, advanced in his days, and God blessed Abraham with everything. Genesis 24.1 Our sages of blessed memory explained homiletically that the word bakol, with everything, has the same numerical value as the word ben, son. The significance of this allusion is that because God blessed Abraham with this son, Isaac, who embodies an extremely potent revelation of fear, Abraham thereby merited the quality of old age. The homiletical interpretation of the verse, that God blessed Abraham with the son, and the simple meaning of the verse, that God blessed Abraham with everything, are actually one. For it was already explained above, according to the simple meaning of the verse, that because Abraham possessed the quality called old age and length of days, consequently God blessed Abraham with everything, that is, with holy wealth. Thus, this verse may be read in two directions, from its end to its beginning, namely, that by the birth of his son Isaac, through whom fear and awe were revealed, Abraham thereby merited length of days, and from its beginning to its end, namely, that through this quality of length of days, Abraham thereby merited holy wealth. Understand this.